Meow, I'm Kat, and you're in for a treat. Straight out of the oven, it's Cinema Buns with another hot, fresh take on film. Let's dig in. Hey, Bun fans, another spoiler-free episode. All month long for September, we are talking about movie posters. We're not really going to be talking about movies specifically in any great plot detail. So all month long, enjoy spoiler-free. Okay, let's dig into the bun, hun. Hey, happy bun day. Uh, We are doing posters all month long here on Cinema Buns, and today we are doing Disney posters specifically, which means I had to bring Mary back as she is my Disney go-to buddy. Hi! Welcome back. Yeah! We are also bringing in another guest this time, Larissa. Hi, girl. Hello! Hey, would you call yourself a Disney enthusiast? Oh, for sure. Um... (laughs) I actually work for the Disney company, and I often frequent the parks. <laughs> You're also quite artistic, so I thought you would be the perfect person to discuss posters with. Yes, uh, soon-to-be art teacher, so definitely up my alley. Yay. So we are going to do another, much like last time, if you want to hear Mary and I's Thunderdome of Cute, we narrow down the cutest Disney character animated. Today we're talking about animated Disney posters, and so I think there were 58 animated Disney films when I looked at the list, but we threw out a few that were Like, we're not doing any Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like, no partial live action. The only one that kind of slipped in was Fantasia and Fantasia 2000 have, like, some live action, but it's so negligible. We figured it was okay. And we're doing no Pixar, no Blue Sky, no 20th Century Animation. We're only doing movies that, like, went to theater, so no straight to home to VHS. We're going to go in order of all the films chronologically of when they came out. The only exceptions are we did pair together to duel head-to-head the sequels. So if you want to follow along, I'm going to leave a link in the description here of the list that we're using that has all the posters on it. However, I understand that you might be driving or not able to look at the posters. We are going to try to describe the posters, but ultimately we're getting through 56 posters, so we're not going to go into incredible detail. So if you want to look up the posters and play along with us, I recommend the link that is in the description. We're trying not to take the film itself into account. So if we don't like the movie as much, we may still enjoy the poster. We're not going to hold it against that. We're kind of talking just about posters. Mostly it's going to be personal taste, whatever we find to be beautiful or stylistically nice. As far as like bad posters is if anything's misleading or confusing or hard to understand, that's kind of the standard we're going to use of ones that we are not going to rate as highly. As far as um, good, we're going to kind of, again, personal taste, but also like how much it makes you want to see the movie or rewatch the movie, as well as the iconic factor. Like if something's very recognizable instantly or if it's influenced a ton of other things, that's kind of stood the test of time. With all that being said, my friends, are you ready to jump into the bracket? I'm ready. Woohoo! Okay, so we are going to go down this bracket, which will be posted on our Cinnabons Facebook page if you want to see the bracket um, to keep track. But otherwise, I'll let you know what the top two are going to be. We're going to start with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs versus Pinocchio. Uh, Mary, do you want to describe what's happening on this Snow White poster? Yeah, so um, we kind of have most of the full cast here in 
um, like a watercolor. It's pretty cute. Um, castles in the background. You know, you've got the prince, you've got all the dwarves, you've got the woodland animals, you've got the bad guys. His first full-length feature lets you know <laughs> that uh, that's what this is. But it also is kind of like, whose first full-length feature? And then you see Walt Disney down there. But I guess he assumed he was a big enough deal that people would just know. <laughs> and then Larissa, would you like to describe Pinocchio's? Yeah, so this poster's a, a little bit more vibrant. Looks more like a print, possibly watercolor as well. Um, you have Pinocchio, the leading man, holding a sign that just says Walt Disney's Pinocchio in multiplane technicolor. You have the fairy godmother and the other cast kind of in white line drawing in the background, and then Figaro and little uh, Jiminy Cricket up front. So pretty cute. Yeah, wanted to make sure anyone listening along that you're going off of the list that we are going off of, which is the theatrical release posters. There are totally different... Uh, imagery used like on the VHS or DVD covers or the thumbnails on Disney Plus. I probably prefer Pinocchio over Snow White. I like the like soft colors of Snow White, but also she looks like Voldemort in this. Have a nose. I'm leaning towards Pinocchio personally. Yeah, I have to agree with Mary. What got me with Snow White is just that it says his first full length feature production. You don't know who's it is but then you know it does say Walt Disney down below but there's just something about the Pinocchio that's you know it's more playful um, more bright so it definitely catches my eye more I agree with you both what I like about the Snow White one is around the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs that sort of like it's the same, I don't know, architecture, motif, whatever, that's, like, in her home. And so I like those sort of lines around, what would you call that? The, em- the emblem? Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. I didn't really notice that. I kind of, it's almost Celtic-y, and I do love yeah. a poster. This is going to come up again and again that has, like, the whole cast on it. So I like that. I don't like how much white space there is, and this is not a great tagline. It doesn't really... Also, that doesn't even look like the prince in the background. Like, I would not know who that was, nor the guy next to him. Maybe he's just not that memorable. What I don't like about the Pinocchio one is I don't like how they're, like, sketched in in the back. I wish everyone was just fully animated. They're kind of blueprint design, and I don't enjoy that as much as if it were fully done. However, I agree with you both. It's a bit more fun. It makes me really want to go see it. Pinocchio looks really happy. Figaro the cat, we already know I'm a fan of. And I agree that we should move this one forward. So now uh, we're going to discuss now Fantasia, and then we're going to skip ahead to Fantasia 2000. So Fantasia, again, it, it kind of looks like that more traditional water color. I don't know. I know nothing about art, so maybe I'm not the best person for this. I like Disney, though. Um, <laughs> but it's got, a, it's got that very classic Mickey on it um, as the wizard with his little hat. has um, the tagline. It's just Fantasia with... St- Stakowski, mm-hmm. um, which I believe is the composer. I mean, maybe he was big back then. I don't know who he is, though. <laughs> um, it's got the three little cherubs and um, Pegasus. As far as like having seen the movie, of course, it's definitely not a good descriptor, but it's nice. Um, it's very dark. It's got like the dark um, blues and blacks in the background to make it kind of seem more mysterious, I guess. 
I wish they would have gone with like a whole sorcerer's apprentice thing. I guess they didn't know how iconic that was gonna be, but I would have been okay yeah. like with the dancing brooms. But he on a mountaintop, like it's kind of a mix of the sorcerer's apprentice along with like the Greek mythology one with the little cherubs. And so it's like a mix of two, but not all of them. So I don't know that you would get the idea from seeing this poster that it's going to be a mix of like a few different shorts. Yeah. Um, Larissa, you want to tell us what Fantasia 2000 did? Yeah, obviously, you know, it came out in 2000. So the style choice of the poster is more modern. Um, You have these like really curvy, almost translucent screen panels, it looks like, that are projecting different scenes from the different musical animations that they do in the film. Um, So you have like the whales and the nutcracker, um, a couple Disney characters thrown in there, and of course the the Mickey is the sorcerer's apprentice with the brooms, and um, it just goes over a lot of the different musical pieces that they cover. Um, And then right in the center is kind of a orchestra setup. I think it just really definitely like it explains the movie better than the Fantasia, the first one. Yeah, you definitely know more of what you're getting with this one. And at the top, it says featuring seven new sequences. Like you, you know that it's a medley of a few different things. But you know, to be fair, we are comparing quite a time hop here. But my preference, which usually is not the case, but in this case, I prefer the newer one to the original. Yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah, I'd agree. So now Dumbo? Yeah. Um, so it's again back to, you know, super old movie. It's a lot brighter than the Sorcerers, or than um, Fantasia, so that's nice. It's definitely that circus theme. You've got the different um, animals kind of showing off their moves. Um, elephants balancing on balls, Dumbo's flying, stuff like that. It doesn't really have a tagline. It's just Dumbo and Technicolor. It's really cute. It's definitely cutesy, which, I don't know. I like the five different colors on the Dumbo lettering. I think that's really fun and bright. And it is a kid's film, so it does make you see right away kid's film. I like that Dumbo's like flying into the scene. However, I would think this movie was about a mouse. Mouse is kind of forefront. But mm-hmm. I like there's a train, there's a lot of motion happening, but I don't think it's like too busy. Yeah, I um, agree. The Dumbo lettering is, is really bright and playful, and it almost gives off a vibe of, like, a children's book. And I'm not sure if Dumbo is based off of a children's book. I know a lot of Walt's storylines are. I feel like the movie is a bit darker than than is let on by the poster, so I think it's kind of an interesting take. Yeah, you and Mary both said that, that maybe it's a bit misleading because it's kind of a dark film. But I wonder when it came out if they thought of it as dark or not, or if we just have had such, like, easier-to-digest films growing up in the 80s and 90s that we're not as prepared for it. But, yeah. That's kind of true, yeah. It is a bit darker. Yeah. Um, And then the Bambi poster is quite interesting. It has sort of a book on it. It's definitely the storybook motif um, carrying over. The Bambi word graphic is just that it's more graphic um and bold and it's in red and then it says a great love story below that in multi-plane technicolor so again technicolor is kind of the the tagline for these posters and walt disney is also written in red up top stating that it's a new full-length feature and it's just kind of explaining that this famous bambi the book um is book of the month and is now a, a 
you know, a motion picture. Um, so it's definitely a very descriptive poster. The wording of Bambi, as you pointed out, it kind of makes me think actually of like Indiana Jones, which obviously came later, but it's very like mm-hmm. action forward. I like that this has the book on it, like you're saying. It tells you right away it's a book. It's now a movie. However, I don't know that it would be a kid's movie. Like, I wouldn't see it and think kid's movie, especially since it says a great love story. I'd be like, oh, it's for adults. But maybe at the time you were supposed to take your whole family. Like, I don't know if it was as obvious. Because now if you see something's animated, you're like, oh, it's for sure for kids unless it's like South Park. But maybe it was for the whole family. But I would say that would be my critique of this one is that you don't really know it's a kid's one, whereas Dumbo's pretty obvious. It's for kids, which, as we all pointed out, could be a problem since it's quite dark in parts. Yeah, I like Dumbo better. I'll just start that out there. I, I haven't seen it in a while, but... I remember being like really colorful and you got all the flowers and you got the little bunny and all that stuff. And so like, I feel like this poster almost does a disservice because it, like you were saying, it almost feels Indiana Jones or like action-y, but then you've got this love story and you you just have Bambi and his mom on there and that's kind of it. Yeah, Yeah, I I agree with that. (laughs) They could have done, like, a meadow with, like, a bunch of the animals in there or, like, include Thumper, like, some of the other animals. Yeah. Done this a bit more in the style of the Snow White one, but with a really pretty green meadow. I like the Dumbo one better as well. Yeah, I think this is unanimous. The Dumbo is, it's more playful, it's more Disney. You get kind of the full character feel of everything. So we are going to skip over Saludos Amigos as well as the Three Caballeros because those both have live action in them. So the next one that we have, Mary, if you want to tell us about it, is Make Mine Music. So I've never seen this movie, so I don't really know what's going on with it. It looks like teenage boy, teenage girl kind of dancing on a giant piano, a la big. (laughs) And we've got dancing drums and um, a dancing flute recorder-looking kind of thing, um, and it just says, happy comedy musical, Disney's make my music in Technicolor, and it's got all the people who star in it, happy comedy musical, I, I, I can get behind it, I can see it, it's colorful, but not, like, super rainbow, it's just, it's got those big, vibrant colors. I love this poster, and I love happy comedy musical. That tells me what I'm going to get. I've never seen this, but the wording is very beautiful, the handwriting of Make My Music, as well as I like the star above Disney's name. Yeah, it's very, like, it flows seamlessly. Like, you know that it's going to be joyful, and the, the font really fits with kind of the feel. And I haven't seen this movie either, but I agree that happy comedy musical, sign me up. Like, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> Apparently, they needed to make a few movies in order to fund later having, like, Cinderella come out. And so they made quite a few of these um, during World War II, these films that were, like, uh, Make My Music, Fun and Fancy Free. They're just a collection of cartoons, I'm told. So that's probably why most of us are not that familiar with them. Um, Larissa, you want to describe Fun and Fancy Free? Yeah, so it also has a very vibrant lettering, um, full-length musical cartoon feature is at the top, next to a little little mouse on a, looks like a unicycle, kind of lists who's going to be in it, which is, is really nice. And then down below, you get these really cute illustrations of Mickey and Goofy and Donald and various characters that are going to be in it. And it is a little busy, but it still looks like it's going to be a really playful film so you know what you're signing up for i enjoy 
them both. I think they're both really fun. I agree with your point, Larissa. It's a bit busy. And if I had to pick, I probably would pick um, Make Mine Music just because it's a little less busy but still fun. Yeah, I agree with that, definitely. The, the flow of the poster is, like, I don't know, more soothing in the Make Mine Music. With that blue background and the dancing on top, it just seems to, to blend really well. And then the fun and fancy freeze is a little more chaotic. Do you I don't agree? know. I kind of disagree. I like Fun and Fancy Free better. Um, but that's okay. I like, you know, you get the Mickey and Donald and Goofy and Jiminy Cricket. Um, the one thing I will say that I don't like about it is the super creepy marionette people at the bottom sharing a float with the guy. I don't know. That's the stuff nightmares. Yeah, that was that was my biggest oh. problem with it was that picture at the bottom because I was like, that's a different art style than the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think without yeah. that and without the um, Donald yelling at the giant, which I think I've actually seen this move this little cartoon. Um, but I think if those were gone, I would move this one forward. But because of that chaos, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, same. Okay, melody time. I've also not seen this one, but it looks fun. <laughs> For your all-time good time. What does that mean? I don't know. Um, This one's also touting who's in it, along with seven wonderful songs. Uh, Cowboy on a horse racing through, and uh, cowgirl with a lasso, and a little steamboat. So I don't really know what's going on with this one. This seems like a lot. It's a western of some kind, I would assume. It is bright and vibrant, and it's using a lot of colors that you kind of associate with westerns, or at least that I do. You know, it's got the reds and the yellows and stuff like that. Yeah. As far as a compilation cartoon, I think I prefer Fun and Fancy Free to this Melody Time one. I like the beginning of it with the cowboy going across the screen, and then it just, like, the bottom just gets so busy. Like, these musical notes kind of blur into where it says Rory Rogers becomes a bit hard to read. I know with these compilation ones, it's a bit hard to show that, like, it's a bunch of different tiny cartoons, and they have to decide what to make the poster look like. So I like the for your all-time good time. I mean, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, the next one, rather than being like seven cartoons, is two cartoons that got smushed into one. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Nowadays, you can watch just Ichabod, which is the Headless Horseman, or you can watch just Mr. Toad, which is from The Wind in the Willows. But Larissa, what do you think of this? Yeah, I think this one is a bit more successful in making the films go together on the movie poster. Um, it looks like Ichabod is front and center. He, you get the, the headless horseman with his cape wrapping around the title, um, and it's very spooky. And I think it just is a bit more cohesive. I like this one a lot better, too, um, than the other, even though I have a passionate hatred for Mr. Toad. <laughs> I will look past that. <laughs> I like the feel of this one better overall, for sure. I think this one uses the white space better than Snow White did. Like, Snow White was too much of that white space. This, like, the white space helps break it up, so it's not quite so busy. But it's really pretty the way the watercolors in the middle are. It's not, like, totally framed. It's like there's some background of night sky. It's like brush strokes without being like framed. My only complaint with this one, which I would like to move forward, I like this one, is I wish the two stills at the bottom that you mentioned, Larissa, I wish they both were Mr. Toad. Um, Uh More Mr. Toad. Um, No, I I wish they both because you get already that this is Ichabod from the top part. So I wish the bottom two were both Mr. Toad and then that would split the poster like two-thirds, one 
and a third something else, as opposed to like so much of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. If they're equally in the title, you should give them a little more equality on the poster. I agree, yeah. Yeah, it's poor poor Mr. Toad. He kind of gets shoved in a corner. And... So we're okay with moving this forward? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mary, you want to tell us about Cinderella? Yes, so <laughs> this is probably the first one I actually recognize, so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, we're moving into some recognizable territory now. Yeah, we've got a lot of words on this, just in general. Um, For all the world to love, Walt Disney's Cinderella, a love story with music, the greatest in Snow White, colored by Technicolor. Um, it's really cute. It's not the art style of Cinderella, like, at all. Like, it almost looks like uh, an old, tiny, like, I don't know, French fashion. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's so weird. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree. No, I agree yeah. with you. It looks like when they draw on the parasols at Disney. Yeah. Like, yeah. so maybe that's what you're thinking of? I, I would agree with that. Cinderella and the prince and the castle in the background and, you know, a little bit of the town. And you've got her carriage. Um, as horses, there's not a mouse in sight, so <laughs> poor Gus Gus, where is he? Um, <laughs> but overall, I, I like it. It looks very sweet. It's yeah, such even a beautiful the wording poster. of Cinderella looks like bubblegum. Like it's very <laughs> princessy, sweet fairy tale. It's so pretty. I'm not crazy about the words for all the world to love and also like greatest since Snow White. Snow White's the first movie they made, so they're basically just saying those other ones were mistakes. Um, <laughs> but it, I do like that the wording carries the same color that's then on the pathway. So visually, this is so appealing. This is my, like, I don't want to say it's my favorite so far, but it's the best of, like, all the problems we've had with the other one. I feel like this is not too busy, not too much white space, really beautiful lettering. It's not exactly the style of the film, as you pointed out, but I think it's, like, even better than the style of the film. Very pleasant. Makes you really want to go be there. It's very dreamy. The Alice in Wonderland poster, it very much looks just kind of like the inside of if you were to open up a book. You get a title of Alice in Wonderland, the all-cartoon musical Wonder Film, um, and then there's a large... Um, almost looks like a photo, but um, it's an illustration of the tea party. Um, but within the tea party, you get kind of the full characters. You get Tweedledee, Tweedledum, um, the queen, the caterpillar, the walrus, like all of them are kind of there joined together at this tea party. Um, and it kind of takes up about half, if not more, of half the, the poster. So it's a really nice setup for the cast. And the color palette's really nice. Like, they've pulled the colors from this illustration into the lettering. So kind of like Cinderella, it, it goes well. But I don't know. I think the Cinderella one just speaks to me more. It's it's more aesthetically pleasing than, than the Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I like how you were saying, like, it, it almost looks like a book. It doesn't. It definitely does give me that feeling, especially because the background's kind of like that, almost like yellow, like off-white, like as if it's like from a faded old older book you know so that's pretty cool I, I i don't think i would have noticed that unless you said that but yes i think overall i like cinderella better but it is really cute i like that there's like the full cast you know you got the even the people who wouldn't be at the tea party are there i agree cinderella moves on i think you guys made both really good points it does look totally like a book cover and i do like that the whole cast is there this reminds me of like moving into the 60s later the like 
music posters. Like this is what a lot of posters like for concerts started to look like. But as far as like art, I would say, yeah, that Cinderella one is like really stunning. That the Cinderella is something I would want hanging in my home. So Yeah, exactly. Moving on, we have Peter Pan versus Lady and the Tramp. Alright, so Peter Pan, it's again kind of a watercolor, it will live in your heart forever, Walt Disney's Peter Pan. It's got almost the full cast again, Peter's definitely front and center, but you know, you've got um, all the bad guys, you've got kids, you've got the lost boys up at the top, I think Peter looks kind of creepy in this, I'll say that, but the rest is fun, it's nice. I wanted to mention that this is the only one I noticed on this page where it's a really bad version of this poster. Like, it looks like it's taped together. The actual poster is not like that. That's just this person's version that they found. But this is a theatrical release poster, so I'm glad they included it. But it looks like it's, like, folded up and photographed. So the actual poster is a little cleaner, and the coloring on Peter Pan's a little more normal. Yeah, I like this poster. It's it's really fun. I like that... You have a whole lot of the cast. It's very cartoonish. It's the same style as the actual Peter Pan. There's not so much ridiculous wording, although it will live in your heart forever really tells you that you're seeing a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. it seems a little dark to me, though. And that could also just be the photo taken, but just looking at the color palette, like I, I always imagine Peter Pan as that really vibrant green. You know, it's a little disappointing. Like I'd want the, po- the poster to be a bit more vibrant. Yeah. But then comparing it to Lady and the Tramp, very, very bright, um, but in a pastel way. The, the background is fully yellow, and then all of the lettering is this, like, really nice baby blue with a slightly darker outlining in some places, and that classic kind of that font that you would also see if you were to walk down downtown Disney and kind of in, in those shop windows, and it, it kind of reminds me of, like, a candy store or... Um, like a little treat area that you would you would buy things from, and um, you get Lady and the, and the Tramp just front and center, looking lovingly at each other. And then there's some cute little musical notes coming out of the corner, and then you get these really adorable little portraits of some of the other dogs in the movie, which I think is just very cute. It says his happiest motion picture, and I think the poster really speaks to that. Which one would you move forward? I love the Lady and the Tramp poster. I think it's just adorable. Mary, which one would you move forward? I would also move forward, Lady and the Tramp. Um, compared to Peter Pan, the like the first thing when I opened up the Lady and the Tramp poster, I was like, oh, you want to go watch Lady and the Tramp again? This is adorable. <laughs> you know, you've got such cute little dogs, and I like that it kind of like even names the other dogs in it down below. You know, that's cute. I want to like the Peter Pan one more, but I just kind of don't. <laughs> okay, so Lady and the Tramp moves forward, and next we're doing Sleeping Beauty versus 101 Dalmatians. Um, so Sleeping Beauty has got the full cast again. Walt Disney Sleeping Beauty, wondrous to see, glorious to hear, a magnificent new, underlined new motion <laughs> picture. And maybe they got criticized for not being new enough. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's cute. Yeah. This is gorgeous. I think they could have gone a little fancier with the Sleeping Beauty lettering. I really like, I think this fixes what we all had a problem with, the Peter Pan one being too dark. Like, everything here is very bright. You get the red from the fairies and the green, and, you know, like, it's very pretty. My one big complaint with this where I'm like, no, 
know is I don't like the way that Aurora Princess Sleeping Beauty looks like an actual photograph. Like she's a different style than the rest of it, and that mm-hmm. bothers me. They should have either yeah. done it all like that or all cartoon because I almost think I'm going to see something live action. But otherwise, this is a really pretty poster. Yeah, they almost make with Sleeping Beauty how she's illustrated the rest of the imagery looks almost photoshopped onto the top of the poster because it's in a different style more closely to the the actual movie so i agree with that that's a little strange Mm -hmm. yeah um but then the 101 nomination very bright very uh puppy centric you get all the little puppies kind of behind um is it pongo and pongo and perdita Yeah, and then you have the the cute little, the meat cute that happens between the owners that gets them together right in the middle, Um, and it just says, Walt Disney's new all-cartoon feature, 101 Dalmatians, Um, and then at the bottom you have some more of the animal characters in the right, and then of course the villains on the left with Cruella DeVille and her little henchmen, but the yellow to me is just a little too in your face for kind of the aesthetic of the movie personally yeah it could have been black and white like they're dalmatians this is the one complaint i have with this poster is that yellow i love the pun at the top a wonderful motion picture great (laughs) i love the little meat cute of the pongo perdita's owners in the middle with them tied up in the leash that's very funny i like they included so many of the dogs on there but that like you know these are the two main dogs but yeah that that yellow is so frustrating so they both are such good posters but they both have like a big problem for me so Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I really like the 101 Dalmatians one. Um, I'm kind of curious, the whole new all-cartoon feature, like, are, were they getting criticism for doing the half-live action, or maybe it was just pointing oh. out, you know? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, um, that's a, a good point. Now. I really like the meet cute in the 101 Dalmatians, so I think I have to go with that in spite of the ugly yellow. <laughs> I'm leaning more towards Sleeping Beauty. I think even with Sleeping Beauty, kind of a different style, I think the the fluidity of the poster is just better than the 101 Dalmatians. I think the 101 Dalmatians is just a little too jarring for me. That yellow is a bit too much. Gosh, I don't want to be the deciding factor. I like them both so much. Um, ah, Man, they're both, yeah, they're both really pretty. I think the weirdness of Sleeping Beauty's like illustration is too much for me to send this all the way as a winner whereas 101 Dalmatians for me could go all the way to be a winner so I think we can move that one forward but it's a shame because the the Sleeping Beauty one would be perfect if like her style wasn't different that's so weird to me Mary you made a good point I think when it says like all new full cartoon etc I think that they're trying to let you know it's not live action so that's a good point. Um, next, we have Sword in the Stone versus Jungle Book. Um, Sword in the Stone is adorable. I'll just start out with that. Um, I love it so much. Very similar to the actual artwork in, in the movie. Um, you've got the whiz-bang Wizard of Whimsy. Tired of living in a medieval mess, Merlin uses all his magic powers to change a scrawny boy into a legendary hero. Um, you have the full cast. You've got the dragon. You've got the witch you've got the sword and the stone you've got merlin and arthur and all that it's really cute i think it it, it does like it whimsy is, is a really great way to describe this i think 
I love this poster. I see no fault with it. It's beautiful. It really fixes a lot of the problems we have where it's not like Cinderella in that they're all the same art style. It's not like Peter Pan in that it's not too dark, but it has the elements that we like. So I agree. This is gorgeous. Yeah, no complaints for me. It has a really nice color palette, uh, uses white space well, and and you get that playfulness that's just innately Disney. It's just right from looking at it. Like, you know that it's going to be a, a, a cute film. But then Jungle Book, I think, is just as cute as well. I think this one's going to be a tough one because you get that all the little jungle characters and Mowgli um, right on the front. And then in the background is just the lush forest and some leaves that are the backdrop for the title. Um, the Jungle is Jumpin', Walt Disney, The Jungle Book. Um, and then right at the bottom, it lists some of the cast and that it's in Technicolor. And it's just like a nice, earthy, muted palette, a lot of greens, browns, um, kind of some rust tones. So I think it's, it's a very beautiful, um, warm poster. Yeah, it's a gorgeous one, too. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, this is hard to pick between, honestly. Like, I I really love them both. Gosh, I don't know. I would lean towards Sword of the Stone, but, yeah. man, that's hard. I brought in a special guest. My wife, Kim, is going to give some input real quick. Baby, these are the two posters. This is the Jungle Book. Okay. Versus the Sword in the Stone one. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Larissa, what was your preference? I think after looking at both of them a little bit more, I like the Jungle Book. I like that it's not as busy, but you still get the whole cast. And just having that forest background is just really nice. Kim, what was your input? I feel like the chaos is like part of the Jungle Book. Like, I feel like the, mm. the energy that the poster gives. Oh, God, that's such a California term. Anyway, I like I feel like what it's putting out really is indicative of the feeling that the movie evokes, at least in me when I watched it as a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my pick. You like the Jungle Book one? I do. Ooh, Mary, which one did you like? Um, I, I, I say Sword and Stone. I say and Sword and Stone, too. Is Justin. I know he's not an official voter here, but... So that's three against two. <laughs> we, we each brought in extra guests, and then it just made it more complicated. <laughs> but I like hearing from everyone. I, I do think that's going to be a three against two for Sword in the Stone. <laughs> well, what does Jeremy have to say? <laughs> With, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get the answer you want, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring in the dogs. Bring in the guinea pigs. Honestly, they're both such good posters. They like they, they really fix a lot of the problems that we had with some of the early earlier ones I if I had to hang one in my home like if I had to say one was like artsier as far as elevated like just for a poster the sword in the stone one is so pretty and I love that it's really got the ensemble cast I'd say the jungle book one is just like one specific scene more so like I I guess I wish there was more like white space or something I don't know it's mm-hmm. it is really fun they're both good posters That's all. So what are we going with well, I think we ended up, if uh, we, if we count Justin in, uh, I think that gives us a three to two. Or we can flip a coin. Oh, wait, I have a coin right here. Okay, so we're going to go Tails is going to be uh, Sword in the Stone, and Heads is going to be Jungle Book, okay? Okay. We have Heads, so we're moving forward Jungle Book. Oh. I know. I'm very disappointed over here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We should only use uh, Justin and Kim and not a coin in the future. (laughs) 
Um, okay, so uh, Aristocats. Okay, yes. This one's pretty cute. There's a lot of white space, which, I don't know, after the last two, is a little jarring, maybe. I don't know. Um, it's It's got the cats kind of singing, they've got the piano and all their instruments and stuff like that. Um, you have down at the bottom the full cast, more or less, um, with kind of a little description on them. Um, you know, O'Malley, the swimming king of the alley. So there's a lot of text on there that I won't go through for time, but I guess the, the main tagline is meet the cats who know where it's at for fun music and adventures yeah it feels very fun so this came out in 1970 this feels very 60s to me i like it it's very groovy you know that little guy at the end at the bottom there rockefort i'd never seen him before but he looks like what became later the rescuers down under oh yeah yeah i like this one it's cute yeah i feel kind of neutral about this one it's definitely got that cuteness factor but i don't think it's you know, after seeing some of the other posters we've seen, it's kind of neutral. Like, I don't think it's really anything special, necessarily. Uh, and you have Robin Hood next? Yeah, so uh, Robin Hood has, again, kind of the the full cast there. You get Robin Hood and the, the Prince John and, and Little John and Friar Tusk and my favorite, the little um, rooster from the beginning. And the bottom is just Robin Hood with a cute little arrow going through the H. I think that's kind of a nice, nice touch. I think I like this one better than the, the Aristocats. Yeah, I'm neutral on them both. They're very, they're very similar where they both give like a description of a lot of the characters. Um, I like the little H with the arrow here, but I like at least that the Aristocats is a bit more like groovy. So Mary, which one do you like? Hands down Robin Hood. I am not neutral about this one at all. Every single one of them has a pun. It's adorable. Meet Robin Hood and his married menagerie, Friar Tuck. He badgers the bad guy. Or he, he's a badger. Oh my goodness, you guys. How are we not talking about this? So cute. Strong, strongly moving forward Robin Hood then. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just still so upset about Sword in the Stone. It's it's hard for me to think anymore. But yeah, I am too. I am too. They're both cute, you know. Yeah, I I think my annoyance with like the words on both of these is that you really have to get up close and like read the poster in detail. Versus some of them are a bit more iconic just from far away, especially some of the '90s ones we're gonna get to. But if you do actually take the time to read it, it sounds like it's quite rewarding and full of puns. So. It is. That moves on. Yeah. And we are going to skip ahead now to do Fox and the Hound versus Black Cauldron because we're going to parry the Winnie the Poohs together. So if you're following along, just jump, in ahead, jump ahead real quick to Fox and the Hound. All right. So the Fox and the Hound poster, it's very cute also. <laughs> it, it seems like kind of just one scene. You've got the Fox and the Hound in the forefront, um, a story of two friends who didn't know they were supposed to be enemies. Ugh, we could all learn. <laughs> from Fox and the Hound, friends. Yeah, it's just, it's like I said, it's got most of the cast. Yeah, I don't really know much to say about this one. I think it uses its face well. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I like this. The tagline's nice, and it's at the bottom, and it's an actual tagline about the film. It's not just like, you know, Disney does it again. Um, so I really like it. I even think they could extend the trees so it fully is framing it. Like, I don't need that white around the outside. The only, If I had one complaint with this, it would be that the woman is holding the fox and then we see the fox again in the front 
So it's like, I don't know why the fox is duplicated on there, but other than that, this is a really nice poster. I I think it it, uh, tells you what the film is going to be, which is a little dangerous, a little scary. You've got the bear in the back. He's got a gun, et cetera. But then there's a lot of cuteness in the forefront of sweet, sweet buddy love friends. It's a good one. Yeah, I think that you said it with the two foxes. That's literally my only complaint with the poster is just kind of the, the there's a doppelganger. Yeah. Um, and then we also have the Black Cauldron, which I've never seen. Yeah, I've never actually seen the Black Cauldron either. That was one of those movies that, as a child, I was, one, scared of, and two, I don't know if I was allowed to watch it. <laughs> so I, as an adult, still haven't watched it. But this poster is really cool looking. It definitely has that where it's spooky and a little bit of that witchcraft meets um, adventure and, and, and maybe evil. Um, the top of it has... Um, hidden by darkness, guarded by witches, discovered by a boy, stolen by a king. Whoever owns it will rule the world or destroy it. So kind of like how Fox and the Hound has that appropriate tagline kind of describing the movie. Um, Black Cauldron also is like Disney is moving more towards saying, hey, this is what the movie's about. Instead of, you know, like Kat said, we did it again, Technicolor. Um <laughs> I think this is a really scary poster, but maybe the movie is really scary, but I love how everything's coming out of the cauldron. That's really cool. Um, it's very Dungeons and Dragons-y, the style of this. Mary, do you have a preference? Yeah, I feel like the Black Cauldron is very 80s, which mm-hmm. I don't know what it came out, but that's kind of the, the feel. I'm getting like it almost, it, I don't know, Stranger Things vibes is what I'm getting from it. But I think I'm going to lean towards it. I, I like it a little bit better than Fox and the Hound, even though I, Fox and the Hound is very cutesy, yeah, but the Black, Black Cauldron makes me want to, oh, what is this movie? Let's go see it, you know? It came out in 85, and, you know, it um, it was kind of giving me vibes of, like, the labyrinth almost. Like, you, yeah, yeah, you exactly. get that it's going to be epic, whatever it is. And it's, it doesn't seem like it's, like, little kid-ish, you know? Like, you're not getting the same kind of feeling that you got from Dumbo. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Black Cauldron is my favorite. It piques my interest more than the Fox and the Hound, and I think it's because it's such a different style than the posters we've seen before. Like, it it has more of a mature feel to it. Yeah, so moving on for the two Winnie the Poohs, so we moved um, Black Cauldron forward. We're comparing The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which came out in 1977, versus Winnie the Pooh, which came out in 2001. So this poster says, hip, hip. Ray, and you have Pooh. It looks like he's flying a kite, but the kite is Piglet. And then you have some of the characters at the bottom. Um, the wording is very similar to the actual way that Winnie the Pooh looks. They're very like hand drawn. Tigger has a sign that says Me Too, but it's spelled T O O H. And then the 2001 Winnie the Pooh is all yellow. Like it looks like honey is overtaking the entire poster. And then at the very top, you have the characters all in a honey pot and they're like sailing through. So I like this 2001 version quite a bit. It doesn't have any words on it other than in theaters July 15th. I think it's really cute and I don't think it needs words. You know it's Winnie the Pooh. So it's a bit of a risk, but I think it's kind of fun. It's very different. If I saw this on like a billboard or amongst a ton of other posters, it would definitely catch my eye. Um, that being said, the original one is quite lovely too. No complaints really. Yeah, I uh, I think the 2001 one is very like, it's got that minimalistic kind of 
vibe that is so popular more modernly. But it's still, like, really adorable at the same time. Um, you know, Piglet with his little pot hat as they go to fight the heffalumps and everything. Rue with his colander. Um, it's adorable. Oh, gosh, I really love that Piglet is the kite in the first one, though. So this is hard for me. These are both really cute. I guess if I had to pick one, I'd probably actually go for the older one just because it's so classic. Larissa? I think I'm leaning towards the more modern. I like the clean lines, kind of that cutoff with the honey, and then they're all kind of together, and it's just so cute with a little balloon. Um, so I, I'm leaning towards the, the newer one. Yeah, they're both nice. So we move forward the 2001 version. We're now going to do the two rescuers, which this is, it seems like the first time that that they made like a sequel in theaters because the first one came out, the rescuers in 77 and the rescuers down under came out in 1990. So it seems like the first in theater sequel. So it must've done well, which um, back to the black cauldron, I guess that was sort of an epic failure as far as budget is concerned. So we'll have to look into that maybe on a future podcast. So this one, the original says, Coming this summer, two tiny agents versus the world's wickedest woman in a dazzling animated adventure. And then it says, The Rescuers. I really like the motion of the villain coming forward. It really catches your eye. You have some of the, like, kind of bayou stuff in the back with the uh, boat. I thought there was a little girl in this, and I don't see her on the poster, although I see, like, her teddy bear. I really like that the two, Bianca and Bernard, the mice, like, Bianca's got a nice smile on her face, she's happy, and I like that they're in a little boat that's, like, a leaf. We're moving to the Rescuers Down Under from 1990, and so this one is very Indiana Jones-esque. It's very, like, action-heavy. Bernard and Bianca are together again, holding holding paws. And this time you do see the little boy. The very forefront is like, he looks like a kangaroo mouse. I don't remember what he is. But anyways, it seems like the movie's about him. But it has very, like, the font is similar to, again, Indiana Jones or, like, um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's very, like, red heavy. Which one do y'all prefer? Gosh, it's hard. I... I really like the colors and rescuers down under. Like, it's just very pretty. You know, you get that, like, Australian outback. You know, I really like the way that looks. Um, I think probably the first one is a little bit more descriptive to the movie. You know, more of the cast. Um, you see the bad guy, stuff like that. Um, but ultimately, I'm going to have to go with down under. Marissa? Yeah, I agree with the, the down under. I think it is more organized and um i would want to hang that up as opposed to the original rescuers where um it just is a little meddled like there's a lot going on okay so we move the rescuers down under forward i like the original one but i think i like blue green better than like red is very aggressive for me but I like that you get the red on here because it's Australia, which I'm assuming is a very orangey red. There must be a lot of outback there. Um, Great Mouse Detective versus Oliver. And um, I will say before Mary reads the Great Mouse Detective here that the VHS cover I had was a very different image, and it was the image of, like, mice battling in front of Big Ben. Yeah, I wish they would have gone with that as a theatrical release one because that one was, like, very engaging. I feel like The Great Mouse Detective was kind of a throwback to some of the ones we saw earlier where it's, like, almost kind of watercolor-ish. 
but it's still like I, I don't know it still looks like a movie to me like it's not like a different style or anything it does kind of fall prey to the all new all fun uh not very descriptive tagline so that's a bummer um but you know we have most of the cast here um the dog is front and center which is kind of um i don't know his name i, I haven't actually seen great masters either his name's um, toby it's it's really cute i think um but yeah, I, I, I could see where you're like thinking it's a little bit lacking because it is minimalistic again. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I don't mind the minimalistic. I actually think it's really pretty. My biggest complaint is just like, why is the dog forefront? It's a movie about mice. So, and I get that he's I mean, bigger than the rest. Mice, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of misleading having, you know, the great mouse detective. Yeah, especially since the, the dog's not like a huge character in it and he like he's not anthropomorphic. He can't talk to the other characters. So I, I think perspective-wise they could have just put him further back. Larissa, your thoughts? So yeah, for the Oliver and Company, I think it would be a really cool perspective. Kind of that city view, kind of perilous. The, the cast just sitting on the piano, hanging, hanging out over. But you get this playfulness where you kind of have everyone looking at the main characters. Oliver and Company is in a very like Yeah, I've never seen Oliver and Company, but this is a really great poster. I like them both. This is kind of the first time where we're getting the image filling the entire poster. We're not really getting any white space here. Yeah, I think visually I don't like it as much as with the white space, personally. I'm going to vote Great Mouse Detective. Larissa, which one did you vote? Uh, I'm going to go with Oliver and Company. I'm going to agree with the Oliver and Company just because I felt like the Great Mouse Detective one was a bit misleading. We have Little Mermaid versus Beauty and the Beast moving on now to the other side of the bracket. Okay, um, so I'll describe Little Mermaid. I'll just say from the start, I, I was looking at the bracket and I was like, oh man, this one's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Little Mermaid is very iconic. You know, you just have Ariel sitting on her rock with the moon in the background and the water and the stars and it's very very beautiful so somewhere under the sea and beyond your imagination is an is an adventure in fantasy but otherwise it's it's a calming poster i would say it, and it, but it makes me intrigued when i try to think off the top of my head like what do the posters look like this is the first one that came to mind and it could just yeah. be that it came out like it came out in 89 and I was born in 91 so it's like very in my mind like we had the VHS this and that but I just think it's such an iconic poster it's so gorgeous like no they don't have the whole cast but the imagery of her in front of the moon is one that like they use on t-shirts and they use like over and over again it reminds me of the Nightmare Before Christmas poster which I love which is like Jack on that um, hill in front of the moon so I just think this is a gorgeous poster and I don't want to pick favorites in the first round but this is one i think could go all the way it's so pretty it's very calming yeah. like you said yeah definitely it's just so like like you said iconic like you can see this everywhere and like you compare it to then beauty and the beast and you still have that kind of center silhouette of us like in a way but it's not as crisp which they could be leaning more towards a romantic feel for this poster so you have kind of these words leading to the center image the most beautiful love story ever told and then you get bell and, and beast 
dancing at the center and it's all in these very like muted warm red little orangey yellows just like a soft glow and then you just have beauty and the beast down at the bottom so again it's very simple um minimalist but i don't know this is a tough one the the little mermaid is just so iconic so I, I think I'm leaning towards the Little Mermaid. Yeah, it's hard because I really, really love this Beauty and the Beast poster too. It almost reminds me of like when you have your eyes closed and you're like the sun's coming through and you can just kind of like see flickerings on your eyelids. I don't know. It's not a thing that people do. It's something I do. Um, and it, I think it's just so like intriguing in that you have, you know, this beautiful woman dancing with just the silhouette of a monster. You know, and uh, gosh, Beauty and the Beast, I feel like, was just so amazing. But we're not taking the movie itself into account. So <laughs> it's hard for me, but I will pick Little Mermaid as well. I'm going to agree with Little Mermaid. I love this Beauty and the Beast one, actually. And you pointed out some good things, Mary. I like that, like, it is kind of interesting that she's so little and that she's dancing with, you're not quite sure what the Beast is. And so that's very intriguing. It makes you want to see it. You're like, the Beast, is he a bear? Like, what is he? And then if you compare this Beauty and the Beast one to the one we're about to talk about, Aladdin, I prefer this Beauty and the Beast. They're very similar style, this minimalist thing. I think this Beauty and the Beast one's, like, kind of romantic, kind of mysterious. You know, and they could have gone a very stained glass direction, and they didn't. But yeah, the Little Mermaid one is just, like, so beautiful. Really, really well done. And I think, ultimately, I like blues better than reds. So visually, I enjoy that more. But yeah, they're, we're moving into some, like, really similar posters in this 80s, 90s era. Some really good ones, and probably ones that we three are going to enjoy as they were our childhood. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you want to describe that Aladdin one for us, Mary? And we're going to do Aladdin versus Lion King. Yeah, so the Aladdin one, again, like you said, it's, it's minimalistic. Um, it's just a couple of hands holding the lamp and, you know, magic is coming out of it. It's got a lot of blues, but then it's got, like, the vibrant goldish yellows, the magic coming. And it's, 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 it's very dark, but mystical because of that. You know, like, you're it, again, it's intriguing. You want to know what is it? It's got a great tagline again. Imagine if you had three wishes, three hopes, three dreams, and they could all come true. It's it's a really great poster, I think. I don't understand why there's like two hands. Like whose hands are these? Because it doesn't seem like it's one person unless they're sort of at an angle, but because of the, I don't know, the placement of the thumbs, maybe it is one set of one person's hands. I thought it was two separate people. I don't really, like, I think a fairy is coming out of it. Like, the imagery on the side is quite odd as far as what's coming out. It looks like Tinkerbell's wings. I like the font of Aladdin, but I think this one could have been red because a lot of it is the desert. So, like, this could have been the Beauty and the Beast one. But, yeah, I would say the three wishes, three hopes, and three dreams maybe is unnecessary. I would have been okay with just three wishes and they all could come true. Because it's not like he gets nine separate things, so that's my feedback on this one. Yeah, math is kind of misleading on the on the poster. You're like, how how many how many wishes does he get? And then yeah, the perspective on on the hands and the arms are a little off. It's like they were trying to get that lamp to be the profile of it, just nice and front and center. But because of that, the hands look really weird. So yeah, it looks like two people holding it. Yeah, I would have chosen a different color palette, I think, for kind of the the feel of Aladdin. But then you look at The Lion King, I think it fits really well with the movie. You get that kind of ghostly spirit lion coming out of the clouds that's, you know, 
very iconic in the movie and, and that the Lion King, like that font is just, you see it in the Broadway shows in the movie and it's really like graphic and eye-catching. And then you have all the little, the animal kingdom down below, like looking up at their king, the, the Lion King, and it, it's all very like seamless. This Lion King one is gorgeous. I really like it. And I'm like neutral about the film. I like the film, but this poster is like Mary was saying earlier, like it makes me want to go watch the film. Like it really is exciting. I like that you have so many of the animals at the bottom, but it's, and it's not like too busy. It's a cool poster. Yeah, I, I like it. It's very pretty. I like all the animals at the bottom. You know, you have that big um, open, what, Sahara? Desert? Jungle? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, the savanna. The savanna. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. You know, it looks very majestic with, with um, Simba roaring, but you still have, like, you know, the cloud lion and all that stuff. Uh, I personally am voting for Aladdin. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to have to go with Lion King. I think it it fills that, that full poster space really well. Yeah, it's a pretty one. I agree. Okay, and then I'm going to rush through a few of these just for time's sake, but you guys have been doing a wonderful job. There's just I, there's so many films to talk about, 56. We have Pocahontas versus Hunchback of Notre Dame. Pocahontas has a mix of the red with the blue underneath it very much the font of Pocahontas looks like the letters are like wooden it says an American legend comes to life I like it it's kind of minimalist the way that Aladdin and Beauty the Beast was but it's not like silhouetted you really get an actual visual of Pocahontas and you get her little raccoon Nico you get the little hummingbird it's kind of intriguing with the way the leaves are coming through versus Hunchback of Notre Dame which is very busy on this poster. A lot happening. We're really moving into some 90s territory of like, put everything on there. I do kind of like that. I don't think it's like overly busy, but maybe I'm just too ADHD and I'm like, yeah, I like all this going on. Mary, which one do you like? I like Pocahontas better. I like the minimalisticness of it. I like the potential of what it draws out. Like it's just her in the canoe. What's going to happen? Notre Dame, like you said, I, I don't know. I think it's too busy. Yeah, Hunchback and Notre Dame is it's too busy for me, and it, it doesn't portray the movie well. The movie is not a happy movie overall. Like it, <laughs> yeah. You know, it has its moments, but that's that's not it. Whereas Pocahontas, I think, is very clean, very beautiful, and kind of speaks to the movie more. I agree. Pocahontas moves forward, and we're moving into a very busy poster, which is similar to the Hunchback of Notre Dame one, which is the Hercules one. Now, I actually like the busyness of this one because you're kind of introducing each character as opposed to it's not just like one giant scene. So the Hercules one I think is really great, and I think they help break it up by putting a white border around the whole outside. I like that he's holding up the Hercules, the title at the top. I like that it's like the Greek lettering, um, the style of the title. My one complaint would be I wish he were at the bottom of the poster, and I wish he was holding everything up. I feel like that was like a big missed opportunity to like show how incredibly strong he is. But I think this is a really fun one versus a very minimalist poster, which is the Mulan one. Um, and you also have a lot of, it's pretty much just red and black. It's not really the style of the film. I mean, it kind of is, but it's, it's not quite, it's a bit more like high con sharp than the movie itself. I like the Mulan one better. 
Mm-hmm. I, I think that it, it kind of speaks back to that Little Mermaid one, personally, where it's pretty iconic. Like, I, I've seen this on T-shirts, you know? Like, this mm. this to me seems like a major motion picture poster. Hercules seems like a kid's movie poster, I guess, if that makes sense. I don't know. Hercules was a pretty busy movie, though, so I kind of get why they went that route with the poster. Like, you have the dancing singers, you know, you have Hades, you have Heaven or, or Olympus, I mean, you have mm-hmm. the human, you know, like, it does touch on everything. I'm leaning for, towards the Mulan, which I know you don't like red, but it is it is lucky in China, so that's probably why they went with pure red. <laughs> well, that fits, yeah. I mean, red makes sense for Mulan, but I just feel like Mulan's such a whimsical, fun film. You, it's so funny. Like, I laugh really hard in Mulan, so I think you could have had, like, Mushu and some fun, but you're right. It does have some really serious sadness in it. Yeah. Larissa, what do you think? I love the Mulan poster. I, it's hard, because Hercules is, like, one of my favorite Disney movies. Like, I absolutely love that movie, but with the reds in China and kind of the strong, like, heroine she's a boss mm-hmm. like this movie really like shows her in that that way it almost is reminding me of kind of the live action that they're going to be coming out with so i feel like it would relate to that more than the animated film but for just a piece of art it's stunning yeah so mulan moves forward i feel like it would fit more with the live action than the cartoon but i'm okay with this one moving forward it is really pretty so we're moving into um, Tarzan versus Dinosaur. So we're getting to be like late 90s, early 2000s. The Tarzan one is kind of cool. It's a giant image of Tarzan. You do get sort of an ensemble of the cast at the bottom. There's a lot of chaos happening, a lot of green. It's funny how like when there is a border, I don't want it. And then now that there's no border. I'm like, I kind of wanted a border back. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think this, uh, the poster fits what the movie is about. Um, it's intriguing, but I guess for me it's just sort of little kiddish. Um, versus we have dinosaur, which is pretty much just the dinosaur's eye. It's like the whole poster is very like lizard scales dinosaur, and then in his eye you see he's looking at a bunch of other dinosaurs. I don't know. I'm neutral towards them both, I guess. I'm definitely leaning towards dinosaur. It's drawing on my heartstrings because like, yeah, you see it through his eyes and you can see the meteors start to fall which is just like immediately like i see this and i think oh gosh you know like this is gonna draw on your heartstrings and it, and it did you know like i don't know I, it i think it was a flop financially but i really liked it i love tarzan too for sure but i think going by posters like the dinosaur one honestly kind of makes me go wow that's really pretty whereas tarzan like you said kind of a little kid one yeah i think i'm totally in agreement there mary the the posters it's like poetic like you see kind of through the eyes of of this dinosaur it makes me want to see like what's going to happen like what emotional journey will this poster bring me on i don't know if i'm ready for it but it looks cool yeah dinosaur is probably a better poster so we'll move that on it just makes me sad because i'm like i don't want to think about the extinction of the dinosaurs when i go see a kid's movie like it bums me out but it's definitely better done artistically i agree with that um we're moving into two kind of similar ones the emperor's new groove and atlantis the lost empire the emperor's new groove one just has a picture of Cusco on the front and it just says it's all about and then it takes up half the poster it says me so you know what that movie is about I feel like this is what they do now with posters where they have like they have like a different poster for each character so I feel like this would be like the Cusco poster so for it to just be the one and only theatrical release poster is a bit weird I feel like they could have done more with that 
And then the other poster is for Atlantis, the Lost Empire, which is like an unnecessarily long name. You're looking at an image of the sea. You have what I'm assuming is a giant A in the water and you have a lightning hitting it. And then above it, you have the Plato quote, in a single night the of misfortune, Atlantis fell into the sea. It's better than that. But anyways, they, uh, it's very like live action-y the way the clouds are coming in. It's very dramatic. It's a very cool poster, but I'm not sure that I understand like is this an A but maybe that's part of the appeal of it is that you're like I'll go see the movie and find out although it mirrors the uh, the middle A in Atlantis so I mean I, I think you can figure it out it's just a graphic visual yeah I think it kind of that the, the A is supposed to be like it kind of hints to the fact that oh it's like archaeology you're right it, it's very impressive you know you've got these big waves the lightning the like crazy intense clouds I like the Emperor's New Group one better I think the whole it's all about me is adorable because you know it is <laughs> and I think it it really plays the movie well I think Emperor's New Group has a better poster okay Larissa yeah, what's I think your I'm vote gonna, I'm gonna also vote for Emperor's New Groove just because that is the movie is that selfish that it translates to the movie poster you get to see like just the personality of the character right off the bat whereas Atlantis it's not even in the same style as the movie um I do love that movie so much but it's a little like ambiguous okay Emperor's New Groove moves forward next we have a Lilo and Stitch poster which surprisingly is kind of not what you expect which is all the other Disney characters you have Stitch in the middle of the poster which is all white space and it says there's one in every family Meet Lilo and Stitch, June 21st, and then you have Dopey, you have Pumbaa, you have Rafiki, you have uh, Genie. Like, all the other Disney characters are sort of appalled, and they're, like, pointing at him. So I think it's really cute. It's a fun poster. It brings back, evokes all the other recent Disney films, even Snow White, the first one. But I'm not sure that I totally understand the there's one in every family <laughs> tagline. Unless they're saying there's like a troublemaker in every family, that might be the point of it. That versus Treasure Planet, which that poster is very moody. You get this sort of like cosmic background, a ship sailing through the sky, and then you have the main character holding a glowing orb. They tell you that it's Robert Louis Stevenson's greatest adventure, Treasure Island, has never been seen before. Now, this movie personally doesn't hold a candle to Muppet Treasure Island, but I know that's not what we're going against here. I like both the posters. I actually think that they both kind of took a risk and are really interesting in different ways. Yeah, I think that again Treasure Planet speaks more to like this is a major motion picture you know um, it, it's the cosmic you know the colors are just gorgeous um, you know you have a flying ship that looks like you know something that would sail on the seas but it's actually sailing through space like that's really cool to me um, I really like that I I think that the Lilo and Stitch one too like they kind of did a disservice to themselves by not who's Lilo who's yeah. Stitch like okay well we know who Stitch is obviously but like it doesn't describe the movie Really? <laughs> Treasure Planet is nothing part of Lilo and Stitch, but I'm going to say the poster was better. Yeah, it's really, really interesting because I know what they're going with for the Lilo and Stitch poster. When it released, the like trailers for the movie um, on TV showed the old trailers for all these other Disney movies, and then Stitch would do something to crash their trailer. 
Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, Jasmine is so upset and Belle is so upset or, like, the genie and all of them is because Stitch would come and crash their trailer and then it would end up being a movie trailer for Stitch. So it's kind of like they're calling back to their TV advertisements, whereas Treasure Planet, I think it's just beautiful. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Treasure Planet just from a poster standpoint, but I, I love Lilo and Stitch so much. Yeah, so Treasure Planet moves forward. Uh, Larissa, that's a really cool story, and that actually helps me understand the marketing better, why everything tied together. But you're right, they could have like introduced new information with the poster, like showed you who Lilo was, as Mary said. Yeah, the Treasure Planet one's pretty. So we have Brother Bear versus Home on the Range. Brother Bear is pretty much just two bears looking at each other, and it says, Nature Calls. And at the bottom it says Brother Bear. I'm not crazy about having like potty joke on the front of the poster, but um, you know it's about bears, so it uh, tells you that. Um, underneath it is the Home on the Range one, which is sort of all of the characters coming towards the front of the screen. I really like the the 3D effect of the bull horns, like coming through the poster. Home on the Range is probably my preferred poster. Yeah, having the, the potty joke on a Disney film, come on, guys. I thought we were better than this. I don't really like either of these posters, to be honest with you, but I think Home on the Range is better. Yeah, I think it's a pretty easy easy choice just because it's just kind of that low, low-brow humor. And the movie is very emotional. To have that be kind of the choice that they picked for the theatrical poster is really disappointing and we could have another conversation about you know people of color and being portrayed as animals but home on the range i think is definitely more successful visually so home on the range for me home on the range moves forward speaking of potty humor we have the chicken little poster which is just the chicken's butt and it says the end is near i think this one's better done than the nature calls this is kind of funny you get a little chuckle um it as a parent i'm not like wow i have to go bring my kids to see that because again i'm like okay it's a chicken butt but that being said it is a movie for kids and um you know it certainly catches your attention so we have that versus meet the robinsons has a bunch of the characters on it they're all looking out at you it says meet the future of family and it has all the characters well it has some of the characters but they're all very zany you've got a giant t-rex you've got a little singing frog in a tuxedo I like the Chicken Little one better, even though it does have the lowbrow humor. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with that. The It's like drawing your attention. You're like, wait, what is, what is, why is there a butt on this poster? And it makes you look. Yeah, Chicken Little moves forward. I feel like Meet the Robinsons is such a good film. There's way more things they could have pulled from. I think the Chicken Little, they improved upon the, like, joke in the tagline from Brother Bear without being like crude but also we already know chicken little is about the end the sky is falling so the joke of like the end is near with his butt it's kind of cute Um, bolt versus princess and the frog very different posters bolt totally red you've got lightning bolts you've got very 2000 looking animated dog and cat and then the hamster it's very like action versus we have a much more classic poster throw out my opinion which is that this princess and the frog one is Stunning. I love this poster. It's so gorgeous. You really, it pulls your eye towards the middle. Uh, the princess is going to kiss the frog. But then if you pull out a little bit, there's like, um, I mean, it almost looks like the Little Mermaid, like the kiss the girl where they're in like a lagoon. You've got a bunch of the characters. And then I love that the, the little firefly is lighting up the, the uh, princess and the frog lettering. 
if you look further out, you see like there's a, um, a boat going down the bayou. So I think there's a lot to see here, but it doesn't feel busy. Bolt gets the point across of what the film is as well. Yeah, I, I definitely am leaning towards Princess of the Frog more than Bolt's. Um, Bolt is fun. I feel like the Princess and the Frog one really kind of throws back to Little Mermaid, like you were saying. Not just the, the whole kiss the girl scene, but the poster itself. Because, you know, you kind of have her with the light in the background with the, you know, in the Little Mermaid it was the moon, but this is just kind of like the glow of the bayou. But then you still have, like, you know, the bad guy and all this, the, the, the snake and the crocodile and, and, and the firefly and all that. Yeah, and it's it, it's just, it's really gorgeous. I, I, I agree, totally. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I think this is unanimous. I have, I have nothing more to add. You guys said it all. The, the Princess and the Frog is just beautifully done, and, and it gets the point of the film across, but in a very, like, nice artistic way. Yeah, I mean, this could be my top four so far. Like, this one really captures so much of the original posters that we liked. We were like, oh, you've got the ensemble cast. I really see no fault in this one. Um, So we have two similar ones. We have Tangled versus Big Hero 6. They both are, like, minimalist but in a new way. So Tangled, you only see two faces, but the rest of the poster is hair. And what's cool about this, as um, Larissa, I'm sure you can attest to this as you're familiar with art and Disney, but hair is very hard to uh, CGI. And so I know that Tangled was supposed to be very impressive when it came out because they like made a different, like basically like code for like each strand of hair so that it could all like work together. And so I like that the poster really pays service to how much time the animator spent on the hair. They're trying to get away from too much princessy, like even the name Tangled, they're trying to be like, Oh, film for boys and girls. Big Hero 6 is also like just one idea, and that is pure red and pure white, and you just see Baymax on the front. Yeah, what are y'all's thoughts? Yeah, I guess I'm gonna go with Big Hero 6. It's, I think it's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the minimalist style. I, you know, we've kind of talked about that before. The hair is impressive, but like, I wouldn't know that unless I was like a big Disney fan and read all about it, you know? So, like, I feel like for the general public, it's not that cool. Yeah, it also doesn't, like, really tell you too much about what the movie's going to be about. Like, I would have liked to have seen, like, Rapunzel's Tower or something, or, like, the lizard on there. It doesn't make me want to go see the movie, but without having seen any trailers for Big Hero 6, that doesn't make me want to go see the movie either. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Larissa? Yeah, I think, I like, I like Big Hero 6, which is hard also for me to say, because Rapunzel is on my name tag from working at Disney as my favorite Disney character. But looking just at the poster, Tangled has that kind of like, oh, like they're being sneaky. Like, what's this movie going to be about? Aesthetically, just that crisp, the white and the red. It's just more, you know, artistic. Like, you could hang that up and it just calls to me more than the, the Tangled one. Okay, so Big Hero 6, it sounds like, is the one that's going to move forward there. Almost done. We have two sequels, and then we have the most recent films. So for Wreck-It Ralph, you can see the first poster here. You have Ralph-like background uh, duplicated across the back. He looks angry. But then you have him in the front where he looks happy, so I'm not worried that he's going to be, like, too aggressive. The style of the the lettering is very, like, Game Boy-esque. You've got a few of the different characters on there. So that poster, blue, red, contrasting, very visually appealing. 
the new Wreck-It Ralph and the new Frozen are not going to be, and uh, Zootopia Moana are not going to be on this list. So if you're following along, I'll include pictures to these. But um, the new Ralph Breaks the Internet, it looks like a Wi-Fi symbol. Ralph and Vanellope are in the front, like, oh my gosh, we broke the internet. Behind them is the Disney princesses. Behind them are all the characters from the first film. And then behind them is like pop figure versions or something like that. So both cool posters, both have that blue and red. The Wi-Fi also kind of looks like an exclamation mark. It's exciting. I think they put a lot of characters in a small space in a good way. It's well done. But I don't know, with the Disney princesses being up front like that, you may think that they're a bigger part of the film than they are. Yeah, I, I like Ralph Brace the Internet better. I think it captures that kind of minimalist vibe, but it still has the full cast ensemble. Um, it makes me intrigued. Like, wow, all these people are involved in this movie. That's fun. Yeah, I like that it still shows the full cast, but also being simplified kind of with that blue backdrop and then the icon with the Wi-Fi compared to the, the first Wreck-It Ralph, which is, you know, it's, it's also just kind of kind of plain. Like, it's very just traditional Disney. Sounds like we all like Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. Okay, Yeah. so then we have the Frozen 1 versus Frozen 2, and I have to say, the Frozen 1 poster really upsets me because Olaf is, like, holding his head high above his body, and he's smiling so you know he's okay, but still, like, the decapitation thing is a lot. Other than that, I like the whole rest of the poster. I really like the wording of Frozen. All the work in the snowflake is beautiful. Everyone's, like, covered up to their head in snow. That's really cute. But, yeah, the head coming off of Olaf I didn't need. Otherwise, Frozen 2 is, I mean, it looks like it could be a video game or something. You got all the characters on the front. She's casting a spell of them. There's some pretty art in that. But, um, yeah, I mean, both posters are pretty blue, purpley colors. What do y'all think? I'm leaning towards the original here, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> in spite of the decapitation. Um <laughs> I, yeah, I think Frozen 2 is just a little too generic, yeah. but the original Frozen 1 is very intriguing. It's gorgeous with, yeah, the, the snowflake, like, kind of frozen fractals, right? <laughs> um, and it, But it's still, like, fun. Yeah, I think my vote is also for the first movie poster. I like the, the delicate Frozen, literally the title and the background, um, and then you kind of get the character personalities down at the bottom. And then, yeah, Frozen 2 just is a little too, I don't know, it's, like, intense, but also, like, that video game vibe. I don't I don't like it as much as the first one. So the original Frozen moves forward, which brings us to our very last pairing, which is Zootopia versus Moana. Zootopia is super busy. You have all the cast on here. That being said, the film is very busy, and I think that this accurately describes the film. But as far as a poster, it's not like one I want in my home or something. It's really busy. But it does accurately describe the film. And I like that Zootopia, like the name of the film is like the street sign. That's kind of cool. I don't know why so much of it is dedicated to like the fox crossing the street. Like the walk symbol, it seems to be quite big. But it does help break up the rest of it. This Moana poster reminds me of the Princess and the Frog poster where I'm like, this is stunning this one like could be top four for me i think it's so cool it's got the two main characters with the back of the the uh, the water is parting you've got the ocean you can see the turtle in the ocean i like that they say at the top like who the actors are but it's not taking up the whole thing 
Um, I also appreciate that they name the woman who plays Moana because I'm not familiar with who she is, but they put her on the same level as Dwayne Johnson. So I feel like that was respectful since she takes up more of the screen time than he does. Moana one's really cool, but the Zootopia one is cool too. It tells you what the movie really is. Yeah, I, I like them both for different reasons though. Like these are hard to go up against each other just because they are so different, I think. The Zootopia one really does invoke, like, the, this is a big metropolitan area, you know? Like, it kind of tells me about the movie because the city is a zoo, but also, literally, they're animals. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> so I like that. I, I do agree that Moana is, is really pretty, and I like that better overall, but Moana wins. Yeah, you guys, I think you've said everything that goes and cons of each poster. I think what's pulling me more towards the Moana for my vote is the color palette. I... Like, blues are my favorite, and it's just very, like, adventurous, but also calming. Um, so I think that's, like, a nice combo, whereas with Zootopia, I feel so stressed just looking at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Moana moves on. Uh, we did it. Oh, my gosh. We got through the first tier, you guys. So we are going to speed round to the rest of it. We've already described the posters, so we're pretty much just going to say our votes for each one at this point. So we're starting back at the beginning. Now we have Pinocchio versus Fantasia 2000. For me, I'm probably going to say Pinocchio just because of the classicness of it, but I'm still, it doesn't sit right with me, that blueprint kind of in the back of all the characters. Very different posters. Yeah, they're very different. I would vote Fantasia for 2000, personally. Yeah, I think Fantasia is a better poster for me. It is very clean, and it came at a time when you had, like, Hercules and all those really busy posters, so I like that they didn't go that route. Like, it is very classy of a poster. So Fantasia 2000 moves forward. Dumbo versus Make Mine Music. I'm going to vote for Dumbo for this one. I think it's just more fun, the whole, like, circus feeling. I agree, yeah, the Dumbo one's nice. Yeah, I think the Dumbo's more more classically Disney. We have kind of an obvious one here, but do we like the Ichabod and Mr. Toad or the Cinderella one? I think that Cinderella one earned that. Um, Mr. Toad, I feel bad. They just had like a big assignment there of combining two totally different styles into one poster. And then we have Lady and the Tramp versus 101 Dalmatians. The Lady and the Tramp was yellow. It had both dogs on there. The 101 Dalmatians is also yellow. So it just kind of depends on which one we prefer. I like the 101 Dalmatians as my vote. Yeah, the Battle of the Dogs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go with 101 Dalmatians as well. The yellow is shocking, but it's cute. Well, that's sad. I love the Lady and the Tramp one, but I can, I can get behind the 101 Dalmatians. And then we have Sword in the Stone. No, just kidding. We have Jungle Book versus Robin Hood. I'm going to vote Robin Hood. Hmm, okay. Slightly out of bitterness, but also <laughs> puns. Mostly puns. <laughs> I think the I like the Robin Hood because of the puns. I think it it's just very clever. Okay, Robin Hood moves forward, and then we have Black Cauldron versus Winnie the Pooh one which is the one where it's like the honey is sort of taking over the whole thing. I'm gonna probably go with Winnie the Pooh just because it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, Winnie the Pooh has my vote as well. 
It's very different. I really like it. And I think it could have been a miss. Like the minimalist ones for me, when it's like all one color can be really poorly done, but it's honey. Like you get that. So I think that one's well done. And then we have Rescuers Down Under, which is the sequel. It's very like orangey, very red versus Oliver and Company. The dog is on the piano singing to the cat. Uh, and you've got all the animals along the side of the building looking at them. I'm probably going to say Rescuers Down Under because I feel like it's more like, all right, yeah, adventure, let's go. Yeah, I think Rescuers Down Under for me too. I think it's just the composition I like more. It just has that nice front and center um, kind of narrowing down to the title. I really like that. So because of the math, this one actually moves forward two tiers because um, odd numbers. But um, Rescuers Down Under is now going to jump ahead. Moving to the other side of the bracket, we have Little Mermaid versus Lion King. And if we remember the Little Mermaid, she's sitting on the rock silhouetted. The yellow moon is behind her and the blue sky versus uh, Lion King, which is like all of the characters in the savannah looking up at Pride Rock. And you've got Mufasa in the sky. Um, I'm going to vote Little Mermaid for sure. Yeah, Little Mermaid hands down. I actually think this is like a pretty close call. They're both beautiful posters, but yeah, Little Mermaid's got to go forward. Pocahontas versus Mulan. Pocahontas is in her canoe. Behind her is sort of yellowy sunset looking and then Mulan we remember is very red and black and she's turning away from the front but it's very like stylistically she's going to war I'm gonna vote Mulan um I just like I said it's such a work of art in my opinion I I don't know I like it a lot Larissa yeah the the Mulan one is one of my favorite just because it is so like it's just beautiful yeah that's the only word I can use to describe it. I'm outvoted here. Mulan moves forward. I like the Pocahontas one. I, I like that there's some mystery with, like, the wind coming through her. The Mulan one is so great. It just, for me, doesn't fit the movie. Like, the movie is not all war. There's so much comedy that sticks out. I mean, it is a cool poster. And then we have Dinosaur versus Emperor's New Groove. Kind of similar posters here as far as very different from anything we've seen at any other point. I'm going to vote Dinosaur. Yeah, I agree with, with Mary. Dinosaur has just got my heartstrings. Yeah, we're doing great, you guys. Okay, this is hard work, so <laughs> pats on the back all around. Uh, Treasure Planet, the Cosmos with the, the ship sailing through it versus Home on the Range. I think this is kind of an obvious one. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah, Treasure Planet. Yeah, no contest for me. Treasure Planet moves on for sure, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, Treasure Planet, definitely. I honestly like this poster better than I liked the movie. The movie was all right, oh, yeah. but this, this poster is beautiful. I kind of wish Atlantis had been done the same way as this poster. Like, I think this style would fit it. Yeah. Chicken Little versus Princess and the Frog. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, I'm Chicken Little move. No, just kidding. Uh, Princess and the Frog <laughs> moves on. <laughs> Definitely. Princess the Frog. Yeah. The Frog. <laughs> Big Hero 6 versus Ralph Breaks the Internet. This one's a little bit harder for me. I know you're not a big fan of the Big Hero 6 one, but I really like the minimalistic and, like, the quirkiness of it. It's like, what is this chubby robot? That's cute. He's, like, cute in it. But I I think Ralph Breaks the Internet is just a cooler poster since it has all the other, like, people from the movie. So I guess we'll go with Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Well, and I think that Baymax can forgive us since he went so far on our cuteness uh, bracket. 
but what I like about the Ralph Breaks the Internet one is that, like, it fits in so many people so well. You could look up close at the detail on this, but you can also enjoy it from far away. And even if you don't get that this is a Wi-Fi signal, which at first I thought it was an exclamation mark, it really hits the mark for me of, like, being a new style, but not being as busy as like the Zootopia one. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Ralph Breaks the Internet, they I agree with with Kat that, that how many characters they got into that poster without it being overly busy is just job well done. So we have um decapitated Olaf from Frozen <laughs> versus Moana. <laughs> you know what's a shame is honestly without the decapitation, it's a really cool poster, the Frozen one. Yeah. This one's harder for me. I, I really like them both, honestly. I'm, I'm not as upset about the decapitation as you are, clearly. <laughs> like, to me, that's like, oh, fun, whims- whimsical, magical snowman. And I, I really love the snowflake, like, artwork in the background. But ultimately, I think the ocean uh, in Moana is just gorgeous. So I'm going to go with Moana. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Moana, is, the style is just so pretty. No one knows how far she'll go. Moana moves on. Yeah, I really appreciate... This Moana one just brings me such calm. Like, it's so pretty. It makes me think of, like, a like Thomas Kincaid or something. Like, I'm trying to think yeah. of, like... I'm trying to think, like, there were these notebooks in the 90s that just had, like, turtles on them. Like, just sea life, man. Like, almost like Margaritaville. Like, it was just very, like, chilled out. Like, the beach. Like, this fits it so well. And I appreciate that this is a new post but it's not it doesn't feel like oh you know that's so 20 whatever like this same kind of poster could have been done in the 40s in like an, a watercolor style like it doesn't feel to me like it's it doesn't fit a certain time period which I kind of appreciate sometimes like that Aristocats one if it's too like 1970 it's hard to say that it's going to last the test of time yeah. and actually Moana also um, Frozen versus Moana was the same thing on the other side where that tier is going to move forward another one because of odd numbers. Okay, so next time we are going through Fantasia 2000 versus Dumbo back up to the beginning. Um, I'm going to vote Dumbo for this one personally. I really like how epic Fantasia 2000 is, but I, the circus theme of Dumbo is just so cute. It's just so Disney and it's so playful and it's like a fun style that it, it definitely gets my vote. Yeah, I like the Dumbo one too. I mean, it's a bit yellowier than I enjoy but I can't just hate it because of that color and I actually think that this yellow is less aggressive than the yellow was like on the 101 Dalmatians which the problem I have with that is it doesn't fit as much with 101 Dalmatians but this Dumbo like all the colors play nicely together it looks like a box of circus cookies or something so Dumbo moves on, and then we have 101 Dalmatians versus Cinderella. Uh, Cinderella, for sure. 101 Dalmatians is cute, but the Cinderella one is just gorgeous, I think. Yeah, I, I, have, to, I have to say that Cinderella one is, like, really stunning. The big font in the middle of the Cinderella, like, going up, like, the staircase, it really makes you feel like you're on Main Street in the park. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Good. Yeah, I didn't even realize that it was like a staircase, but Cinderella's, yeah, it's stunning. Like that one's that one's a really good poster. We have Robin Hood versus Winnie the Pooh from two thousand one. I am still gonna vote Robin Hood because of puns. The it's puns. so cute. Larissa. I have to go with Winnie the Pooh. I really like the simplicity, but I think it's it's just cute in a different way than Robin Hood. So Winnie the Pooh for me. Cat, don't let me down. 
Uh, I don't want to be the deciding <laughs> vote here. My problem with the Robin Hood one is just that, like, it's it, you really have to get up close and like read all of that. But I think I would really like it, like, on a book cover or something. But as far as being, like, a poster... Because think about the fact that, like, you drive past these at a bus stop. Like, you don't have time to, like, look so much at that detail. But it does add to it. And I... Uh, I do really like the H for Hood of Robin Hood. Like, that's really cool. I think... I don't know. The details do reward you. But they're just such different styles, honestly. I think I was just so pleased with that Winnie the Pooh honey one because I thought it was going to be so bad. Um, you know, posters that are all one color sometimes tend to kind of miss for me. But Winnie the Pooh is just something that I could see hanging up in my home. Okay, we're going to let Kim decide because I cannot be the decider here. Um, I will say one thing I like about the Winnie the Pooh is a little red balloon coming in the back. One thing I don't like is that it's all lowercase at the bottom, the in theater July 15th. That like sets me on fire. Like that like hurts me to look at. So Kim is looking at Winnie the Pooh versus Robin Hood one, which Mary wants you to realize how many puns are on this. Each one of these has like a pun. Well, I feel like this movie is the direct reason why our generation is so pro-socialism. <laughs> Robin so, Hood? Absolutely. Mm. Steal from the rich. Um, <laughs> let me appreciate some of these puns as it has been brought to my I attention. do like the Oodle Lolly Golly What a Movie. Like, <laughs> that's good. I just, I think I wish that there was more of like trees or something in the background there's just mm -hmm. too much white or mm -hmm. even if there had been like a border around it they're both really cool in different ways it's got to be split second man i'm gonna go with poo you're gonna go with poo wow yeah. oh. up we have little mermaid versus mulan oh that's hard I, I really like them both i mean i have to voice little mermaid but i think we already know that i feel that way so yeah Gosh. i'm gonna go with little mermaid okay. personally i think it's it's just so good. That's fine. That's fine. I gotta go with Mulan. So it doesn't... My, I'm wasting my vote, but that's okay. <laughs> Mulan you, will know. Mulan knows. That I voted for her. <laughs> I just... I can't back that there's no Mushu, man. I'm pro Mushu. <laughs> um, we have Dinosaur versus Treasure Planet. Oh, man. These are good because they're like... I don't know. They, they invoke similar like... Wow. To me. I think I'm gonna go with Dinosaur. I kind of like the Treasure Planet one. Uh, it's creative, I'm towards Treasure Planet myself. I, I think just the atmosphere of it is, it's just so cool looking. That's okay. I, yeah. I'm happy with that. I I'm think not that, happy with Robin Hood, but I'm happy with that. <laughs> I think it would have been interesting to do the dinosaur one versus the Winnie the Pooh one, because they're both very similar. You know, the like, all one, like most of the posters covered up by one specific thing, honey or dinosaur skin. Uh, we have Ralph Breaks the Internet versus Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Yeah, Princess and the Frog. My wife is rolling her eyes. She's like, yeah. No! Like, you're agreeing. Like, oh, it's an obvious, yes. yeah. Okay. An obvious choice. Great. I was like, I am not rolling my eyes. Okay, so we have top eight. Whew. Okay, everyone take a breather. Whew. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go Dumbo versus Cinderella. Cinderella. I've got to yeah, say Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. Uh, Winnie the Pooh versus Rescuers Down Under. Mm. Okay, I, before I vote, I have to ask one question. On the Rescuers Down Under poster, the one problem I have with it is I don't know who this, like, kangaroo rat is at the front of the poster. Is I Maybe I just haven't seen the care, the movie in recent times. He's like their guide, tour guide guy. He's their tour guide? Like, yeah, 
he's like one of the main characters for sure. Okay. If I, yeah, I, I think that's holding me back. So if I, if I take that element out of it and I pretend like I've never seen this movie, it is a really cool poster. I like the, the perspective of coming towards you. It's very like action heavy. And I don't think it's too little kiddish, but it's less little kiddish than like Dumbo or something like that. I think they both invoke a similar feeling for me where it's like, all right, we're going on an adventure. You know, Winnie the Pooh one is kind of a whimsical adventure. Your votes. Yeah, it's really tough because they both have those like warm color palette. They're just different styles. But you're right, Winnie the Pooh, everyone knows Winnie the Pooh. That's like core Disney. Automatically recognizable it is. I have to go with Winnie the Pooh. I'm going Rescuers Down Under. I'm also personally. going Rescuers Down Under, and now Mary can sleep at night knowing that who <laughs> was defeated against her beloved Robin Hood. <laughs> so. To be honest, I honestly like the other Winnie the Pooh one better than this one, so the fact that this one went oh. so far is just so sad to me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. I'm sorry to like bring I that back. I think I like but. this one because I don't think I'm going to like it. But you're right. I like the original Winnie the Pooh poster as well. Little Mermaid versus Treasure Planet. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Oh no. <laughs> Princess and the Frog versus Moana. Oh no. This is the hardest so far in the entire thing because, like, they both deserve to be top four. I like Princess wow. and the Frog better. Ooh, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Larissa, I'm going to let you decide. <laughs> um, I think looking just split second after pulling them up again. I have to say Princess and the Frog because the atmosphere is just, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, they both deserve to be top four, but Princess and the Frog moves forward, which gives us Cinderella versus Rescuers Down Under. Cinderella. I'm yeah, Cinderella. And then we have, wow, this is such a bad, hard mashup, Little Mermaid versus Princess and the Frog. I'm going to go Princess and the Frog. I love like looking in and seeing all the details, which I know that Little Mermaid's so iconic, but mm. I'm actually, I, yeah, I'm voting Princess and the Frog. I think I'm going to agree. The Little Mermaid one is so cool because, again, maybe they're just doing this like right now at Disney, but they're selling a lot of merchandise. I mean, not right now, but, but when you could go to the park last year, they were selling a lot of merchandise that had that Little Mermaid iconography on it. So I think it's really recognizable and it's very memorable. But that being said, as far as like a beautiful poster, just take Disney out of it. This Princess and the Frog one is such a cool poster. Yeah, yeah, I think Princess and the Frog is like a painting. I know, it's not too much of any one thing. It's not too girly. It's not too like, you know, just adventure. And it doesn't really have any like stupid taglines. So that gives us Cinderella versus Princess and the Frog. Everyone take, oh, take a second. Give them both one more look. All right, I'm ready. I'm going to let you go first. Princess and the Frog for me. Larissa? Yeah, I have to say Princess and the Frog. Then it's unanimous. We all say Princess and the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! It's just so gorgeous. It's so magical. There's so many details without it being overwhelming. It's like you're stepping through a portal into this new land of frogs and swamps. <laughs> the Cinderella one, it really does like uh, make its own art style. Like again, it doesn't follow the movie, but it's so elevated. It's very classy. It's very like could be hung up in like a little girl's bedroom. Like it's just so yeah. pretty. But it also is not too little kiddish. I think that we would have had a very different bracket at the end if there was more male representation in our judging. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be all princesses. I uh, I agree with that. However, most <laughs> film critique is generally male, and my podcast has only ever had women on it because I want to hear what the women think. That no, is that's fair. That's that is fair. by I'm design. Just I feel like we were really princess heavy. 
<laughs> That's true. I, yeah, I mean, we did have rescuers down under in the top four. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess Di- Disney in general can, is either like princess or animal movies. Yeah, but yeah, that could be an yeah. interesting podcast looking at Disney movies by gender and like who and something like Tangled, where like it's marketed at like let's make a princess movie. But there's not two princesses. We'll call it Tangled instead of you know Princess Rapunzel. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Princess and the Frog is they're frogs for most of it. That's not really very girly. So. Yeah, I think Princess and the Frog did a good job for sure by maintaining the traditional fantasticalness of princess movies, but still like not alienating. Yeah, you made a good point about that, which is probably more people of any gender would enjoy Princess and the Frog poster versus the Cinderella poster is very feminine and probably men are more reluctant to have that hanging in their house and they might have the princess and the frog one hanging in their house yeah so a more gender neutral poster even though it is a princess movie it's a frog movie yeah. doesn't have that bubblegum pink just right right front and center well i'm gonna let everyone get dinner but you guys have been amazing i really appreciate your time today uh larissa do you want to let people know where they can find you yeah if uh y'all are interested my instagram is dan dink dink add me follow me whatever you guys want to do i post some of my artwork there my my daily up to up to date things so yeah van dink dink on instagram you want to spell that for us yeah it's v-a-n-d-i-n-k-d-i-n-k awesome hey and that will also be in the description of today Hey guys, real quick, Cat from the Future editing. I know that this has already been really long, but I wanted to really quickly mention that right after we finished filming, the three of us found out that Chadwick Boseman had passed away. And so I just wanted to honor him and send loving energy to his family. I just wanted to thank him and the whole team that brought Black Panther to our screens. I'm mentioning it here really quickly because um, we are talking about Disney stuff and he was a part of the Disney family. And I just wanted to say how much seeing yourself on screen really matters and you need to see that you have more options than just the few stereotypical, often depicted characters on screen. And so for black people, a lot of times it's like you can be uh, the pimp, the hooker, a slave, or a flatly written best friend character to the main white lead. And this is so wrong and it needs to be undone. And I really appreciate wonderful movies like Black Panther that have diversity and are on their own amazing quality films. If you want us to do a whole episode about Black Panther, I really think it's an incredible movie in so many ways. I'll never forget being at Disneyland and pretty much you just get to see little girls dressed up like Cinderella or Little Mermaid. And we saw this beautiful black girl dressed like one of the warriors from Black Panther. And my wife and I almost cried. And we were like, yes, that's so wonderful. And that's awesome to have more options. And so we love Princess Tiana and that you get more options for who you can dress up as. And same thing goes for little black boys who can be King T'Challa, not just Spider-Man, Iron Man, Superman, you know, all these white boys. And so I just wanted to shout out Chadwick Boseman, send love, and also just connect it back to this one and say that I'm extra pleased that the film we chose had uh, black leads. Pretty much the whole cast was black, and I really, really appreciate that. And I love that this beautiful poster for 
um, Princess and the Frog that we chose as our winner actually has the characters on front. It's not just them as frogs. Like you see that this is a film about black people because I could see the poster trying to downplay that so that white audiences would go to it and just have them be frogs. But the fact that you can see the beautiful black Princess Tiana human form and pretty much everyone on the poster is black you've got mama Odie and even the villain but i appreciate that disney didn't try to hide that fact and it's celebrated so i wanted to shout that out and i also wanted to just say that i know the nature of the bracket is a bit frustrating because some go forward that don't deserve it as much as others the reason i didn't try to stack the bracket a little better and pair similar posters is i wanted it to be chronological so everyone at home could follow along easily in order that they were released but we talked afterwards about what our top four would have been if we could have sent any forward and Larissa said Princess and the Frog, Little Mermaid, Cinderella, and Moana would have been her top four which is pretty close to what we ended up picking. Mary said Princess and the Frog, Little Mermaid, Mulan, and of course her beloved Robin Hood. My top ones probably would have been Princess and the Frog and then I'm really torn between Cinderella and the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid again is just so iconic and recognizable but the Cinderella is a more beautiful poster and then probably 101 Dalmatians and Sword in the Stone would have gone further for my top four and then also Lion King is an honorable mention I was really impressed with that one okay you guys thank you for listening to this jumbo episode if you want to hear us ditch the bracket system Friday there'll be a bonus episode where Mary and I go through the Pixar posters. There's about 22 of them, so it's a much shorter episode. And instead of the bracket, we're just giving each one a number, one through 10. We both give a number, and then that determines the winner. So much faster, much quicker. Let us know if you prefer a bracket or a rating system. So we are going to say goodbye to everyone listening. Thank you guys for your time in this amazing showdown of posters. We'll see you guys next week to do another poster episode. Thanks. Bye.